Welcome to a podcast by Michael Servetus on the book of the Errors of the Trinity, written in 1531 when he was 19 years old. A rare book. On the Errors of the Trinity, Seven Books by Michael Servetto, alias Rebus, a Spaniard of Aragon, 1531. Book One, Argument. Any discussion of the Trinity should start with the man, that Jesus, surnamed Christ, was not a hypostasis, but a human being taught both by the early fathers and is the scriptures, taken in their literal sense and is indicated by the miracles that he wrought. He, and not the Word, is also the miraculously born Son of God in fleshly form, as the scriptures teach, not a hypostasis, but an actual Son. He is God, sharing God's divinity in full, and the theory of a communicatio indiomatum is a confusing, sophistical quibble. This does not imply two gods, but only a double use of the term God, as is clear from the Hebrew use of the term. Christ, being one with God the Father, equal in power, came down from heaven and assumed flesh as a man. In short, all the scriptures speak of Christ as a man. The doctrine of the Holy Spirit as a third separate being lands us in practical tritheism no better than atheism, even though the unity of God be insisted on. Careful interpretation of the usual proof texts show that they teach not a union of three beings in one, but a harmony between them. The Holy Spirit as a third person of the Godhead is unknown in Scripture. It is not a separate being but an activity of God himself. The doctrine of the Trinity can be neither established by logic nor proved from Scripture and is in fact inconceivable. There are many reasons against it. The Scriptures and the Fathers teach one God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, his Son. But scholastic philosophy has introduced terms which are not understood and do not accord with Scripture. Jesus taught that he himself was the Son of God. Numerous heresies have sprung from this philosophy, and fruitless questions have arisen out of it. Worst of all, the doctrine of the Trinity incure the ridicule of the Mohammedans and the Jews. It arose out of Greek philosophy rather than from the belief that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and he will be with the church only if it keeps his teaching. Synopsis Number one. This discussion of the Trinity will begin not with the word as is usually done, but with the man, Christ. Number two, three points will be discussed. First point, Christ was named Jesus, as is shown by many texts from Scripture. Number three, early writers teach that Christ was a man. Number four, as do various Scripture texts. Number five, the nouns and pronouns referring to him imply this. Number six, the language used of him is to be taken in its plain sense. Number seven, that he was a man is further shown by his relation to others. Number eight, while his miracles prove that Jesus was the Christ. Number nine and second point, Christ is the Son of God. Many scripture texts referring to his supernatural birth prove this. Number ten, Christ was begotten by the word and was an actual man in the flesh. Number 11, it cannot be argued that there were two sons. Number 12, 
Other passages of scripture prove that Jesus himself was the Son of God and that no hypostasis is implied. Number 13, Christ is a true Son of God by nature. Others are sons only by adoption. He is Son and God is Father in a higher sense than that used of men. 14 and third point, Christ is God as the scriptures clearly prove. 15, the common doctrine of the communicatio indio matum is a sophistical invention inconsistent with scripture. 16, God shares his full deity with Christ, but does not share any imperfections of man. Number 17, what has been said does not imply more than one God, but only a different use of the word God. And scripture plainly shows God and Christ as distinct beings. Number 18, the texts cited are not invalidated because heretics have misused them. 19, the word God must be interpreted in the light of its Hebrew equivalent. Number 20, the nature of Christ's deity is seen from the Old Testament use of the word Elohim for beings less than the supreme God. Number 21, Christ is one God with the Father, not a second God. Number 22, Christ came down from heaven as the word of God. Number 23, sent as a man who put on flesh. Number 24, though humble in form, Christ was made equal to God. Number 25, this was equality in power. Number 26, not in nature or essence. Number 27, it was not robbery, for he bore the humble form of a man. Number 28, Psalms 110 verse 1 does not show the equality of Christ's nature with God's. Number 29, in fine, all the scriptures speak of Christ the man. Number 30, philosophers make the Holy Spirit to be a third being, and this leads to a plurality of God's. 31, thus we become trillites and atheists, though they affirm the unity of God. 32, the word spirit is variously used in scripture. Number 33, certain proof texts for the Trinity refer not to oneness of nature, but to harmony of mind and will. Number 34, it is oneness, not of nature, but of power. Number 35, Christ's own words show that there is not a oneness of nature. Number 36, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit agree in bearing testimony to Christ. Number 37, the belief that Jesus was the Son of God is the foundation of the church. Number 38, the text Romans chapter 11 verse 36 does not refer to three persons. Number 39, nor can they be inferred from numerals in a parable. Number 40. Many passages of scripture emphasize God and Christ while ignoring the third person. Number 41. The threefoldness in God sometimes inferred from Exodus chapter 3 verse 6 is to be explained not as three separate beings, but as a distribution of functions. Number 42. In this passage, God sought to keep the Jews from believing in more than one God. Number 43, the same passage properly explained and many others show that the Holy Spirit is not a distinct being, but an activity of God himself. Number 44, 
current arguments of scholastic theologians are passed by as resting on grounds not mentioned in scripture. Number 45, the beings are not even imaginable, but are pure phantasms. Number 46, what cannot be understood should not be received. Number 47, the Old and New Testaments clearly teach one God, the Father, and one Christ, his Son, but nothing of beings. Number 48, the Fathers also teach that God is the Father of Christ. Number 49, the Old Testament repeatedly teaches but one God. Number 50, the sophists following tradition blindly use terms they do not understand, disputing about mere words. Number 51, they use the term persons in a wholly unscriptural sense. Number 52, the Jewish law teaches the strict unity of God. Number 53, Jesus taught that he himself, a man, was son of God. Number 54, the same attributes are applied to the Messiah King in the Old Testament as to Christ in the new. Number 55, the monstrous views of sundry heretics sufficiently shame the current view. Number 56, also among teachers in the church, countless insoluble questions arise out of the doctrine of the Trinity. And number 57, and as to the relation of Mary, Christ, the Father, and the beings to one another. Number 58, such subtleties are ridiculous and wholly foreign to the Bible. Number 59, the Trinity excites the derision of Mohammedans and Jews, though Muhammad holds Christ and the apostles in the highest honor. Number 60, this doctrine was due to Greek philosophy, whereas the church should be founded on the belief that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And number 61, Christ will be with the church only on condition that its members keep his teaching. You've been listening to On the Errors of the Trinity by Michael Servetus, a rare book.